Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Hey, bartender. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast, people. I'm your bartender for the evening. My name is Anthony. You can call me the dude. That's on. That's totally up to you. I answer to both. I don't answer to Tony. Don't even try. I won't answer back. But anyway, welcome back to the show, people. I'm glad you guys got around to listening to my show. I'd like to announce right now that Hey Bartender Podcast is coronavirus free. Because, well, I've got one of those foam things on top of my microphone, and there's nobody else around here but me. So, uh, yeah, and I can't touch you. You can't cough on me. I can't cough on you. <coughs> but that's, you know, that's all up to you, how you uh, feel about it. Maybe, you know, uh, if you really are paranoid about the coronavirus, maybe after the listening to the podcast, uh, I don't know, wipe the screen on your iPhone, because, you know, it gets fingerprints on it. Anyway, so enough about uh, joking about that. Let's talk about today's drink special. Since uh, a couple days after this podcast gets posted, it is St. Patty's Day. That's right. And a lot of stuff out there is getting canceled or places are closed. Uh, but I'm going to throw a drink out there for you because let's face it, we all get tired of green beer. You know, pour whatever beer, put a drop of food coloring in it. Yay, it's St. Patrick's Day. Well, so let's do something else so that uh, you guys can have a little bit of fun. This one comes from a website that I can't pronounce, uh, Pizza Ziri, P-I-Z-Z-A-Z-Z-E-R-I-E.com. Uh, this is called a Shamrock Sour Cocktail. Now, if you pay attention to this, it's a little bit of a twist on the whiskey sour, but um, a little bit more festive, let's say. So the ingredients, two tablespoons of lime juice, half a tablespoon of lemon juice, one quarter cup of simple syrup, two ounces of Irish whiskey, one tiny drop of green food coloring, and lime wedges to garnish. Now, how you make it, you combine all those ingredients into your shaker, shake the shit out of it. Like I've said before, shaking the shit out of it is anywhere between a Polaroid picture and Nicki Minaj. Uh, then strain it out over ice into your uh, what looks like a bucket and garnish with a lime wedge. And if you're feeling ultra festive, find yourself a shamrock stir and just, uh, throw that on top of there. That'll make your customers happy. Which reminds me of a joke. Uh, an Irishman walks out of a bar. Anybody get that? I think I told it last year. Anyway, uh, so... Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast, people. There is a lot of shit going on in this world right now. And, you know, I don't get really current eventy. I don't get really topical on anything. But, wow, this is 
just incredible what's going on in this world. Uh, things just this coronavirus thing. I haven't been taking it very seriously. If you've looked at my uh, Instagram posts, if you looked at my Facebook posts, yeah, I've been making a lot of jokes about the coronavirus. Not the obvious one where where you put the uh, bottle of Corona on one end of the cooler and then everything else on the other side of the cooler trying to save themselves from it. Those That's too obvious. I decided to go with other things. Uh, if you want to find out what I did, get, in, get on my Instagram or my Facebook, uh, Hey Bartender Podcast. You'll see how seriously I'm taking it. But it's just the biggest bummer letdown that all of these things are getting canceled. I mean, they've canceled uh, all the all the sporting events, seems like. Uh, and, you know, uh, the hockey, basketball, uh, uh, baseball. And uh, I was seeing that a whole bunch of famous comedians had to cancel their shows because the governor of whatever town near uh, that they're about to perform in say no venues to be performed at over 250 people. So they have to cancel their shows. And uh, that leaves a lot of disappointed fans and stores are closing. And uh, probably some of you listeners out there who work in a bar or restaurant, your bar or restaurants closing either that or business has dropped down so far because people are afraid to go outside or spend all their money on toilet paper uh, and aren't going out. So you're stuck at work and just kind of twiddling your thumbs. I mean, I was at a restaurant just uh, last night, and it in, in a restaurant that normally does have a large uh, group of people that come in there nightly, the they were empty. The servers were just standing around picking their nose and uh, playing with their Hey Bartender podcast challenge coin. Hey, if you want one of those, there's they're available on the Hey Bartender Podcast website, heybartenderpodcast.com, five bucks a piece, easy peasy. But yeah, honestly, they, uh, they were playing with their Hey Bartender Podcast challenge coins. They weren't drinking, but they, it was just something for them to do. And, you know, I'm just thoroughly floored. There is a lot of people out there that are, their jobs are going, going away for, you know, a couple weeks to a month. Kids are not going to school. Um, and I'm thinking some, you know, us people that work in the restaurant, if our restaurant decides to close because of this coronavirus, we don't get our hourly wage and we don't get tipped. And that just two weeks off, that could cause all sorts of financial trouble. However, uh, but don't worry all you people, any debt collectors out there, they'll still be working to bother the fuck out of you if you still owe them money. But think about it. Uh, Sure, your restaurant's not going to close, but if it does, are you prepared? And I'm not saying that you bought up all the Purell in the store. I'm not saying that you bought all kinds of toilet paper uh, or, uh, you know, stole a whole shitload of wet naps from Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, You know, I'm not saying that. Financially, where are you at right now? Because us bartenders and servers, our money depends on our business. And if there is no business, we got nothing. We don't have vacation time. And, you know, God forbid we get uh, actually catch this coronavirus. We have no medical benefits. At least most of us don't. Uh, we have to pay for our own. Uh, I mean, it's not 
uh, provided by our work, like a lot of businesses out there. But so what do you got planned? What is, what do you got on the back burner? Because you're going to have your kids at home because like, uh, somebody told me that their, uh, their kid's school is closing, uh, for like six weeks. Uh, some of, some of the other schools are closing for two. And so, uh, there's nothing that for them to do they got. Uh, and so you got to start thinking, well, uh, normally the kids don't eat lunch. Some, some of the schools, they don't eat breakfast, uh, or some, some of the kids eat breakfast at school also. Um, so you got to have that food at home. Uh, since they're going to be home they're well, that's where the toilet paper comes in, I guess. Uh, so are you one of those people that stocked up and maybe a couple extra rolls? I'm not saying go out and buy five or six Costco size toilet paper rolls. Uh, that's just seems overkill. Uh, but Hey, that's just me. I'm a single guy that lives by himself. So four rolls of toilet paper will last me at least a couple weeks. So, and also I can be resourceful. I got some like carpet remnants out in the garage. No big deal. Sorry, people, if you just got grossed out by that. But I think I said it in uh, the previous podcast is that us bartenders, we take care of ourselves fairly well. We, uh, some of us are crazy enough to go to work, even though we're feeling a little bit under the weather. Why? Because we need the money. And, uh, you know, and sometimes it's a bitch to get somebody to cover for you because uh, they're sick or they had already something planned or they hate you. Um, let's let come on, sit back and let's face it. You beg a person, uh, to take over your shift and you forgot that you just, uh, I don't know, hit on their girlfriend, hit on their boyfriend or, you know, called them names, something like that. They're not going to cover for you because, uh, they hate you and you know, there's not much you can do about it. Sometimes you can bribe them into it saying, please, if you work this extra shift, I'll give you an extra 50 bucks. Well, that's 50 bucks more out of your pocket uh, just for them to cover your shift. But, you know, if you do get uh, most of us bartenders, we will go into work if it, it takes a lot for us not to go into work. Not that we all get sick really that often, but it takes a lot for us not to go into work. And while we're at work, yes, we are probably uh, the most sanitary people in any workforce ever. I mean, uh, I mean, think about how many times as a bartender or server, you wipe your own hands with the sanitary rag that you just used to wipe down a table or that you just pulled out of the bucket to wipe down the table. You know, you wiped it, you wiped your hands with it first just because you were standing there talking to another server or your boss or something like that. I mean, we wash our hands a lot and it's not just soap and water. It's in the hand sanitizer too. Okay. Unless you're talking about that one girl that I, I put that post up there where she was uh, absolutely amazed how much was in her bra after going out at night. Okay. Uh, once again, sorry uh, to some of you people that offended, but it was actually true. And yeah, I watched that girl uh, wipe her hands with her sanitary rag and, uh, all that stuff too. So just get over it people. But now let's, you know, the bartender versus the coronavirus. Okay. What do we do? All right. So first thing you gotta, gotta remember people, you got to make sure to look after yourself. Do I feel good enough to go to work? 
uh, because the coronavirus, I know uh, next to nothing about it. Uh, but I'm going to give you my opinion anyway, because that's what the internet's for, isn't it? So it's, you get flu-like symptoms. And if you're sick, yes, you should stay home. You might not be able to afford it, but you should stay home because you don't want to spread it around to your coworkers. You don't want to spread it around to your customers, your boss, maybe, but you don't want to spread it around. Or if somebody else has something uh, in their system and accidentally gets it on you, your immune system is working on the coronavirus, but then all of a sudden has to work on something else. That's a little bit too much for you. And then you'll end up having to take the, take time off because you can't stand up. You've uh, worked yourself into a, uh, a huge sickness where you can't even stand up. And so, you, uh, so instead of taking one day off from work, and where you could possibly feel better the next day, you'll end up having to take one or two weeks off of work because you have hospital visits and uh, you're taking uh, some groovy drugs that you can't operate heavy machinery or drive. And uh, that's just not good at all. Okay, uh, we've uh, talked about yourself. But uh, what about the customers? The customers just don't have the sense into them uh, that they should stay home or they didn't feel good enough to cook dinner, so they decided to go out instead. That sounded like a good good idea to them. So you're going to deal with the customers. And you walk up to a table. Now, here, here's a story of one of the more disgusting customers that I've ever had. Uh, first of all, this customer made me laugh because in the dining area, I had uh, 14 tables. And I, I ran all 14 tables, and it was late enough at night where the dining area was pretty much empty, and I was busy doing side work early. And I had one set, uh, one set of customers finish up, pay their bill. They just got up and left, and I thought, well, I'll just finish uh, filling these ketchup bottles, and I'll go clear their table. Another couple comes in, and what table do they want to sit at? The one table I haven't wiped down yet. The, all the other tables are clear. All the other tables are clean, but they want to sit at the one that has dirty dishes on it. Ugh. All right. Well, you know, they even went to the, uh, when they walked in, I said, go ahead and sit anywhere. And that was, that was probably my fault because I told them to sit anywhere and they wanted to sit at the one table that wasn't clean. So they came over to me and say, excuse me, could you clean that table off for me, please? And without, uh, trying without making fun of them and saying, are you kidding me? There's 13 other tables you could sit at and you want to sit at that one. Okay. Okay. Give me a second. And so I go over there, clear off all the dishes and uh, give it a good wipe down with my sanitary rag and set them down, give them their menus. And they didn't want to put their menus down because my sanitary rag was a little bit, I, I just pulled it out of the bucket and it was a little bit too wet. So I had to go back and dry wipe it too. But the uh, I got their orders, I got their drinks, and then they were dur- sitting there during that time where this, uh, we should, all should leave them alone, let them eat, because uh, I wasn't one of those servers, really, that would put down their food, put down their drinks, and then count to 20, and just as they're taking a bite out of their hamburger or whatever, I walk up and say, how is everything? And just to see what kind of faces or hand motions they make while they've got a full mouth and trying to be polite. Okay, yes, I would try to do that once in a while, but not all the time. 
But this this guy, he that was sitting at that table, uh, he uh, was probably old as Moses, and which would make his mother that was sitting at the table older than uh, older than him. Uh, I don't know what's older than Moses. Anyway, uh, he gets up and asks me for uh, ketchup and more ketchup. And as he stands up to uh, to get my attention, he is licking his arms. I'm not saying like licking his fingers from the finger licking good copyright KFC uh, chicken that he was eating. Uh, I'm saying he is licking his arms from his forearm up to his fingers and saying, uh, hey, can we get more ketchup? And I said, yeah, sh- uh, sure. Um, and so I grabbed a ketchup bottle, took their old one that was empty, put another one on, uh, took the old one that was empty, but I had my sanitary rag wrapped around it, put the new one down. And then made sure his, everything else okay. Can I get you anything else? Refill on that Coke there. How about a nice tea? And they said, no, they were fine. And I turn around and look at my cook and my cook is making him doing impressions of the guy licking his arm. It was hilarious. But that is the kind of customer you want to watch out for, isn't it? I mean, because uh, the obvious, uh, I mean, sure, it's a little bit uh, uh, bad to judge somebody but when you start to question their hygiene, when they're cleaning themselves like a cat, you really don't want to touch anything that they've been in contact with, do you? So pay a little bit of attention to your customers because they might uh, be sick and not know it, um, or they're just gross. And so you and you don't want to get all that stuff on you, but you still have to work. I mean, uh I've never personally seen a waitress or a bartender uh, work with rubber gloves. Well, I'll take that back. There was one bartender that suffered uh, an allergic reaction from uh, the fruit tray. Uh, It's called bar rot. All of us know that. And so she used rubber gloves when handling the fruit to make uh, make her drinks. So, but uh, we don't always uh, wear gloves when we're serving people. So... I think personally, if you started throwing gloves on before you start a shift or before you start a new table, uh, I think that would freak some people out. Um, but uh, if if need be, you know, why not? Uh, uh, and you're not really t- uh, shaking the people's hands. You're talking to them, sure. Uh, but uh, if they're really concerned about the coronavirus. They've already got a mask on, and then you can mess with them saying, what? I'm sorry, I can't hear you through that thing. Um, it's up, also up to your manager, because I'm sure your manager or uh, corporate, whatever type of place that you work at, would probably have a problem with people wearing masks while they're serving the tables because that puts out a bad image for the restaurant, wouldn't it? I mean, I haven't seen anything in the news yet about like uh, any restaurants that the servers are wearing uh, surgical masks, which by the way, uh, I did read that surgical masks, the regular paper ones are pretty much useless when it comes to the coronavirus. So if you're going to wear a mask, go to Harbor Freight and get yourself a respirator. That's the only thing that's going to probably help you. Maybe don't take my word for it. I'm not a doctor or a scientist or anything like that. So I really don't know, but it is funny uh, uh, because 
whenever people wear respirators or gas masks, I think of that Doctor Who episode where uh, the aliens revived that little boy and he's walking, wandering around with a mask on going, are you my mummy? Mommy, are you my mummy? And then infecting other people. I, that one of the, one of the best episodes. Um, if you're not a Doctor Who fan, uh, go look for that one. Uh, for the only season that Christopher Eccleston was close to the end of the season. Uh, anyway, back, uh, back on track. Uh, so pay attention to your customers. Uh, what are they doing? What are they wearing? If you're one of those restaurants, like here, this is another thing I did for that guy that was licking his arms just at a pure, I tried to make it, uh, tried to make it, make it look like that. It was just a average thing that we always did, but all of our napkins were pre-rolled with silverware. So all we had to do is just grab a pre-roll, throw it on the table and it was good to go. But this, since I watched this guy actually cleaning himself, uh, with his tongue, I grabbed a half an inch of napkins and I go here, are a couple more napkins for you just for fun. And they didn't say anything and they used all of them. Uh, and probably he, he kept, maybe it was a money thing for this guy. Cause he, if he wipes off the food of his, from his hands onto a napkin that he's not going to eat, then he's actually losing money. I don't, know, I, I don't know. That's, that's thinking too far outside the box, but, uh, but you know, watch your customers. Maybe when you're uh, bussing a table, wear some gloves that, uh, that's a great time to wear gloves. But when you're taking the order, you really don't have to talk to the people. Uh, you are touching the menus when you get them back. Uh, bartenders, most people don't need menus. But uh, maybe, like I said, when you go out to pick up a glassware to throw them in the dishwasher, wouldn't hurt to throw on a, a pair of rubber gloves just to be on the safe side if you feel that, uh, if you feel the need for it. Other than that, uh, wash your hands every now and then. Uh, whether you use just Purell or you use soap and water or you use your sanitized bar rag, uh, all three of those would be beneficial in my worthless opinion. Uh, and, uh, oh, also, uh, um, before I get too far, too much farther into this, I also posted a picture on Instagram that I thought was hilarious and she, uh, demands to have, uh, a little bit of recognition for it because she's the first one that thought of it and uh she it, and it's hilarious uh marilyn starkloff starkloff yeah uh she posted a picture that she made herself a quarantini this is a bo bonus drink here ladies and gentlemen for hey bartender podcast the quarantini basically uh according to her is uh aviation gin and a pack of emergency it and it's hilarious because I ran across it on Facebook accidentally and I thought I've got to repost this and give this girl credit because this is hilarious. And she, I'm calling it a quarantini using that emergency stuff and gin. I, it's brilliant, fucking brilliant. And uh, shortly later that day, it's going all over the place and uh, everybody's reposting it. And eventually, even on the news, they're... Uh, they're talking about it. Aviation gin uh, threw it out there. Please don't do this <laughs> just because gin and emergency, probably not a great mix. Uh, and aviation gin said, please don't do this. Uh, emergency said it, this is not a good idea. 
please do not do this. But come on, guys. I know you're just trying to cover your ass, but admit it. It's funny. I mean, come on. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, not, not only should you watch your customers, you should really pay attention to your coworkers. Because if you might be feeling good and you're able to work, but maybe your uh, maybe your coworkers aren't feeling that good, but they have to work because they got to pay for the kids' braces or they got a trip coming up or uh, you know whatever. And uh, so, but you can be the voice of reason for some of your coworkers because uh, the odds are they'll listen to you a lot sooner than they will anybody else. Uh, and you go, you know what? You can barely stand. I think you should go home. I, I did that a few times. Uh, uh, one time I can remember I had a coworker. She, uh, I worked the day shift, not something I usually did. Uh, but I worked the day shift and then she came in and she was pale. She was, uh, she just didn't look right. And normally she, uh, always bright, smiling, everything. And I said, are you okay? And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I, I just uh, uh, had a long night, and I can, I can do this. And I said, are you sure? And she, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Just, you know, my stomach's a little bit upset. And I, I said, um, well, all right, I'm going to start my side work and close out my till. And she said, okay, that's cool. And uh, then, you know, doing my side work, doing my till, and I kept an up one eye on her the whole time. There were a couple times where she was just a space cadet and just, you know, leaning up against something and just, woo. and I thought, uh, she doesn't look right. And eventually I said, why don't you go sit down? I'll take over the bar for the first 15 minutes, uh, 15, 20 minutes. You collect yourself. And then uh, in 15 minutes, we'll decide whether or not you should work. She said, oh, okay, maybe that's a good idea. I knew at that point in time, she was already debating on going home because she uh, said, yeah, maybe that's a good idea because most of us would not do that. So uh, I start working on the bar uh, and all of a sudden I see her jump up and run to the other side of the restaurant because that's where the toilets are. And she comes back out and she goes, I just threw up and I really should go home. And I said, already prepared for that. Go ahead and go home. I'll finish the day. And she goes, are you sure you're, you've already worked this morning? And I said, I'm feeling good right now. And I could use the extra bucks. And she goes, I totally owe you. And I said, don't even worry about it. Uh, you know, I've done that for my coworkers a couple times and it, you know, that's just what us coworkers do. We help each other out when we're in a bind or, you know, something important, family oriented, or we're sick. Yeah. Sometimes we can't just can't take over a shift because, uh, we're sick. We've already got something important planned or we just don't want to, but yeah, we help each other out. And, uh, that makes pretty much everybody that works in the restaurant, pretty much family. And that's one of the beautiful things about working in a restaurant. It's, impressive it's uh just really cool you know I, I can never say enough about that so just remember uh since we are dealing with 
what is being referred to as a pandemic epidemic. It's some kind of demic. Uh, you know, make sure, uh, look at your, uh, pay attention to your customers. If they've got something, you don't want to catch it. Pay attention to your coworkers because they need just as much help as you, uh, just as much help as a family member. And pay, most importantly, pay attention to yourself because you, who's got to take care of you other than you. And I mean, sit back and think right now, if you were to get sick tomorrow, do, do you have enough money to, uh, buy food or, uh, cause the kids are home or, uh, whatever. Uh, do you have enough gas in your vehicle, uh, so you can get to the store? Uh, you know, gotta be prepared for all that sort of thing because, you know, us as bartenders and servers, there's really nothing else looking after us. We don't get sick pay. Uh, we don't get paid if we don't work. So really look after yourself in these trying times right now. I mean, it's like I said, it would damn near have to be uh, some really serious illness to get me not to go to work. Because, well, was it because of my work ethic or just that I needed money? I'd, I'd say both, but money was more, always the main thing, truthfully. Because, uh, you know, like I said, you don't get uh, you don't go to work, you don't get paid. And getting paid is the best part of working. Uh, unless you're one of those people that has one of those really groovy jobs where you know they say if you enjoy your work, uh, you enjoy what you do, you don't work a day in your life. Well, uh, there were jobs that I enjoyed, but it's it was still work. And uh, the only way to get paid is to work. So take care of yourselves. Take care of your uh, friends and family. And uh, don't worry, bartenders and servers. We will all get through this. And look after all of your uh, other friends and uh, neighbors that are bartenders and servers too because we got to look out for each other. We all may work in different restaurants. We all may have a little bit of friendly competition who had the most sales, but we've all got to look out for each other. That's as bartenders, servers, servers, uh, cooks, we've all got to look out for each other. Managers, if you're listening, uh, you know, think of something for to help out your some of your bartenders and servers. I mean, you can at least, you know, think of think of the ones that have uh, you know, single parent with two kids or a family where uh Somebody, uh, somebody else's job closed because of this virus and he doesn't, or they, uh, well, he or she doesn't get, uh, sick pay for it. They're just released until this whole thing's over. Um, you know, try to help out, uh, your, uh, workers because managers, you need to realize that your servers and bartenders are the heartbeat of your business without them. You're screwed. And, uh, any of you managers, regional managers, owners, whatever, that sit back and think, uh, well, it doesn't matter. I lose one bartender, I can just hire another one. You're an asshole, okay? Uh, just uh, pure and simple. Because uh, look out for those type of managers where you're sit- you are actually more afraid of getting fired than you are of dying from an illness. Because there, I anticipate the force tells me that 
there will be people that get this coronavirus and have to take certain amount of days off of work until they're non-contagious anymore. And uh, they might come back and find out that all their shifts have been uh, taken and their job is gone. And my the only suggestion I can possibly give to any of you guys, because there's really no uh, legal thing that you can do to... Uh, uh, to defeat that, um, while you're sick in bed, work out your middle finger, and uh, wor- uh and uh, really concentrate on your pronunciation of "fuck you," and, and just really put the stress on the F and the K, and so you so the manager knows that they just screwed with the wrong person. You just say, "fuck you." You know, that, that was close. Uh, I'm going to need more practice on that. Anyway, let's move on. Let's uh, get to something a little uh, different so we can stop talking about this coronavirus and start getting well and, you know, start uh, living life again. Uh, this podcast musical guest is uh, an artist by the name of Chase Bell. Chase Bell is a songwriter living in Los Angeles. His music has been featured on the hit show Lucifer. So, from his album, Make Me Come Alive, here is the single, The Best of Me, by Chase Bell. I know what I want To be where you are In this world I am cold With you I feel warm I know what I would give Anything at all In this world I am lost With you I feel at home I'll give you the best of me You deserve nothing less We all have a good side We all have a bad side I'll put them to rest I'll give you the best of me you deserve nothing less We all have a good side We all have a bad side I'll give you my best Don't ask me how I know The heart can only feel This world is broken Through love we heal We can take it slow Life goes by so Take my hand, let love show us the path I'll give you the best of me You deserve nothing less We all have a good side, we all have a bad side I'll put them to rest I'll give you the best of me You deserve nothing less When I look at you I'm far from perfect But I can try to be Perfect for you I'll give you the best of me You deserve nothing less You'll have a good side You'll have a bad side I'll put them 
side We all have a bad side I'll give you my best From the album Make Me Come Alive, that was Chase Bell with his single The Best of Me. If you want to find out more about Chase Bell, head on over to bandcamp.com and search his name out. You can find more albums, more music. If you want to find out more about Chase Bell himself, you can find him on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or even go over to his website, www.chasebell.com. You can also find him on streaming services such as iTunes, Spotify. Hey, just uh, you probably just Google his name and you can find this guy. Uh, go check him out today. Okay, last thing before last call, people. Uh, you know, just one more thing. Most important thing out there you can do to help everybody else stay well is to keep yourself well. Uh, that means practice proper hygiene. Since we are working in the restaurant industry and we handle people's food, yeah, the practice proper hygiene, that's a very important thing. If you're sick, make sure you stay home because you're not doing anybody any good. If you're going to work and you're infecting everybody else, your coworkers, your uh, customers, like I said uh, earlier, your boss, that's debatable. But take care of yourself first. That's uh, the key to everything. I'm not a doctor. I don't know shit about medicine other than what they talked about on House MD. So I'm pretty sure this isn't lupus. So, you know, maybe take some vitamins and, uh, you know, drink plenty of water. And that way, all the nasty stuff that your body doesn't need gets flushed out right away. And uh, if you have to steal toilet paper from work, go ahead. But don't tell anybody I told you to. Anyway, people, it is last call. Last call for alcohol. If you don't come up to the bar, you ain't getting shit from me. So, uh, as usual, uh, if you want to follow me or uh, want to find out a little bit more about Hey Bartender Podcast, all you have to do is just uh, look it up on Facebook, Hey Bartender Podcast. Look it up on Instagram, Hey Bartender Podcast. I don't hang out on Twitter all that much. That's why I don't ever get very political. But I am on there. It's Hey Bartender P O one. If you want to contact me, uh, just email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to hear about some of your drinks. Um, if uh, you you want your music to be featured on my show, I would love to do that for you, too. Uh, that's one of my favorite parts of the show is when I get to promote some independent music out there. Uh, if you're a bartender or waitress or a managers and you have some good bar stories that you'd love to share with the public please feel free email me dude at heybartenderpodcast.com and i will get you on my show and we can just sit and bs for a little while it's no big deal um you know for some of you people i've been uh always told you guys it's when you come on my show it's a very mellow conversation i don't do or say anything that would make you embarrassed i'm not howard stern so just keep that in mind if you're uh, uncomfortable with uh, being interviewed because it's just a casual conversation, people. So anyway, uh, once again, thank you to Chase Bell for allowing me to use your single, The Best of Me, for my show. I'd like to thank, uh, once again, Laura Hope and the Arctones for letting me use their song, Hey Bartender, or Dr. Bartender, sorry about that, for, uh, for my theme song. Uh, and I'd like to thank all my followers and listeners without you guys, this podcast 
um, probably wouldn't be doing as well as I think it's doing. And, you know, how good is that? It doesn't matter what, uh, how good everybody else thinks it's doing. I think it's doing great. So anyway, people, I'd like, just like to remember, uh, remind all of you guys, uh, take care of yourselves and wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. So good, I had to blow again. I